Let's go up to our ring announcer. The following podcast is scheduled for one episode. And is our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Outside, we couldn't see it from our vantage point. Wrestling fans, and welcome back to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. Glad to be with you Monday, July 3rd, 2017 for episode number 38. I am Joe Murata, alongside the Brooklyn Brawler, Michael Quinn. How you doing, Quinn? Howdy doody. How's it going, man? Uh, I'm Brooklyn. I'm brawling. <laughs> doing my thing. So, folks, we are glad to be back with you. Of course, we talk about the world of retro wrestling. Tomorrow is the 4th of July, so have a nice day off tomorrow. I happen to be off today, Quinn. Yeah? Yeah. Happy Lex Express Day. Because, <laughs> of course, this podcast is live, you know? So Yeah, well... Go, I don't have to go to work later. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> Technically. You, you do, you know, after we're done recording this at midnight. Yeah. That's, Probably. That's the that's way actually, this works. That's actually real. That's a real thing. Live and not live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you so much, as always, for joining us here as we dive into the world of retro wrestling. Before we do that, let's mention a few things, as always, places to find us, things like that. You can go to Twitter. Yeah. If you haven't followed us yet, at OVP Podcast, we would love to talk to you, hear from you, see weird wrestling pictures, I guess. Yeah, and GIFs. GIFs are great. Yeah, Love I like GIFs. Or GIF. GIFs, yeah. Whatever they like to call it choosy nowadays. Choosy moms choose yeah. that. And of course, you can email us if you use that. We do get emails at ovppodcast at gmail.com. That is ovppodcast at gmail.com. There are places to subscribe to and find our podcast, Quinn, besides our SoundCloud feed. What do we got? Well, as always, there's iTunes or yes. Apple Podcasts. You can go there, hit the subscribe, then you don't have to find this again. And then you can leave a review there, too, and that helps us out as well. Yes, it does. Now, at least go to Google Play Music. Who cares? Whoa! Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Lost my train of thought. Google this, Play Music. Yeah, Stitcher. Yep. Blueberry. Yep. Odo. Otis. <laughs> they now follow us. So we got to be careful. Yeah, we got to be careful. They're coming. Otto. <laughs> Otto Radio. I, I said it right. As soon as we said, I believe it was last week, they're going to they're gonna catch on one of these days that we're not getting their name yeah. right. They followed us on Twitter. Those jerks. <laughs> they're, at, they're coming after us. And another place that you can come after us is theplacetobenation.com. Yeah. There's some good podcasts going on on right there you got the mothership right the gold standard yeah the mother sip the mother sip that's the place to be podcast yeah there's also the main event and clotheslines and headlines and quinn you're a big fan of their pro wrestling only podcast gf allentown greetings from allentown greetings from allentown it's a podcast of various shows yep. all over the, a lot of syndicated stuff yep but uh you know it gets its name from greetings from allentown from you know the recording the sessions tapings. in allentown exactly so. hosted by peter winson and he does a great one-man show yeah great job great job so we just wanted to give him a special shout out friend of the show that he is yes quinn there's also a facebook group that has been picking up some steam lately oh, it's heating up <laughs> as the summer heats up yes there. and what can they do to find that what could they do there well you can go on facebook.web.com and you can search for our vantage point yes there's there's two pages actually i want to clear up some confusion go ahead there's like a page where we just kind of post the show it's kind right. of it's more for like 
reference yeah <laughs> reference purposes but then there's a group then there's a group where you can discuss and go to that join go to the that, group ask to be joined one of us will approve you yep and there you can disagree with us yeah <laughs> about basically. our Rushmore and Death Valley you can make suggestions there's been some great ones out there oh there's a ton and we want to clarify we are going to do our best to get to every single one if we possibly can yeah and you know also with that it's we some of them we have to make sure we can do them correct so it's like Throw them out there, sure, but, you know, some may not be able to, but we will do our best. Don't take it personal if we don't get to yours. We also have to consider, can we do it? Can we make a show around it? Right. But it's been a a great time on that group, just chatting away with our fans, you know, getting to find new people that we didn't even know listen to us. Yeah, and we learn about you listeners all the time. Uh Uh-huh, so we're there if you want to find us there on Facebook. You can also get yourself the OVT. Oh, that, yeah. That, it's a t-shirt, it's a white t-shirt. And it has our logo right in the middle of it. Yeah. And you can find that at teespring.com. That is T-E-E spring.com slash OVP podcast. I guess for the winter, Quinn, we'll have the OVP coat. I was just going to say, there might be opportunities for more merch. Mm-hmm. Maybe the OVP coat. You know what? The OVP coffee mug. <laughs> would it be another one? Because I see that that's an offering that so? we can provide actually on that site. Would anyone use that? I don't know. It it seems like a lot of people drink coffee. Not me, but a <laughs> lot of people know. do. But you could pour your Coke into it. Yeah, I could pour my Coke, my morning Coke. Your morning Coke can go right into it. Well, speaking of going right into it, Quinn, we are deep diving today. We're going to get our scuba gear on. Scuba, 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 derp, derp, bubble. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Quinn, you get to be the host of this uh, deep diving session here as we go underwater into the great unknown of the world of retro wrestling. What do you got, Michael Quinn? I'd like to see what you think, and I'll tell you what I think, of wrestling talk shows. And I'm not talking about the normal, like, wrestlers on talk shows. I'm talking about, like, Piper's Pit, like, ah. that kind of thing. Like, because there's way too many of them. The Snake Pit. Yeah, like, all the that. Body s- Shop. What was the, what, did Honky have one? No. No, he was on the Snake Pit. Yes, he was okay, on the Snake Pit. It. Brother Love Show. Right. Okay, things like that. Yeah. The funeral parlor. Yeah, all that A flare for the gold. Yeah. (laughs) The earliest memorable one I can think of is Piper's Pit. I think there might have been stuff like that before that. I know Buddy Rogers hosted some horrible thing in the 80s. Yeah, wasn't TNT essentially that, too? Tuesday Night Titans. Yeah, but like a long-form version. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tuesday Night Titans. Indeed, this is a most unusual treatment of the World Wrestling Federation. Tuesday Night Titans, which was also a wrestling talk show, was Vince McMahon trying to be Johnny Carson in a wrestling setting. It was fun. It had fun moments. With Lord Alford as the... Sidekick. The sidekick, essentially. Like, what's... Who am I thinking of? Mickey Rooney? Yeah, Mickey Mickey Rooney. Ed McMahon. Yeah, Ed McMahon. I always think Mickey Rooney when I think of old people. you do. Yeah. That's true. Now, listen, Lunchbox. Don't try anything funny. I assume you're not talking about Tuesday Night Titans. I no. assume you're talking about those five-minute interview segments that a wrestler would host. Correct. The whole purpose of them, from what I understand about wrestling, yeah. <laughs> is it's to get people over or advance yeah. storylines. Correct. And it was a creative way to do so. Yes, it was. And there's even some precursors I'm thinking of. Like, I said TNT because that was early. But also, wasn't there like the Victory Magazine like corner or some crap? Thank you very much. And welcome it once again to Victory Corner. Yes, there was. And like Buddy Rogers' playpen. I think he had his, like, yeah, that's what I was saying, yeah. Buddy Rogers' playpen or something like yeah. that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rogers' Corner. But the first real notable one that I can think of anyway would have to be Piper's Pit. 
All of a sudden, we got a bunch of people writing in. This guy here comes, I don't know, maybe comes sniveling to the, uh, sniveling to the people, comes and cries, Roddy Piper didn't give me a chance to say nothing on the bit. Right, and that's the one that I think all of them are based off of, essentially. That's the one every single one tried to emulate afterwards, right. absolutely. Because Piper, when he started Piper's Pit, Quinn, we all know, was a loud-mouthed, trash-talking heel. Don't you see what I mean when I say that you're an idiot, man? Who rarely wrestled. Who rarely wrestled for a while. But he, that was kind of his shtick, right? I mean... That, he never he, backed up what he said. You ain't nothing! I'll tell you one thing right now! You wanna fight Andre? You're gonna find out one thing! You do not throw rocks at a man who's got a machine gun! Right. Jimmy Snooker, right? Right. He cheap shot of them with a coconut. Am I making fun of you? Oh, no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. And I think that's the moment that, like, Vince said, we need to make a million of these stupid things. Like, right. I, like, because that's, like, everything they ever go back to. It's like, this is why wrestling talk shows are good. I mean, hell, where did they play out over the course of, like, what, four weeks? The Hogan-Andre angle for WrestleMania right? 3. They did. Piper's Pit. You're bleeding. You're bleeding. You're bleeding. You're bleeding. Because <laughs> you had a charismatic host, and he was faced by then. Yeah. But who could actually help get the wrestlers over if that was the intention, or right. further a storyline, do something, or get himself over. Yeah. Now, what do you think, because this kind of started with Piper, I want to say, but then acting like it was a real show you know what yeah, i'm talking weird. about like where it's like it's getting good ratings or something like yeah what? that was like, kind of dumb yeah but i guess we can go sequentially here i know the right after piper's pit the the flower shop the flower actually. shop in that's what i was gonna say like inherited the time slot or yeah. whatever they would say like yeah, on superstars yeah. or whatever right and that was adrian adonis yeah. and his adorable gimmick and now here's your host of the flower shop adorable Right. You also have the body shop. Right. The Jesse the Body Ventura one. Where he was like in a workout place or a mechanic. Yeah. I feel I like that's the proto barber shop. In a way. Yeah. Welcome to the body shop this weekend. You know, I'm fired up. Jesse the Body is fired up. The big one after Piper to me is the Brother Love Show. The Brother Love Show was probably one of the best ones even though it's not looked back upon it's got all the time awesome moments on it, it does like there's so much stuff they like it was on every episode of superstars like from like For, 89 to yeah. like 91 almost 88 even oh it 88. started on challenge in the summer of 88 they quickly moved it to superstars right. i think in the fall and until february or march of 91 it was this fixture yeah, and it, it's it's actually really awesome, I think, because it's great because it's it's this loudmouth host, but like he's more cowardly than Roddy Piper. Oh, much like, more, and like, he's a false preacher. Yeah, he's a liar, and he uh -huh. wears, and it's funded by the Million Dollar Man on Correct. top of it. That's absolutely right. And they would always remark that you could see the green on his on his fingers yeah. because of the fake gold yeah, he yeah, had yeah. and all this stuff. The book. But he was great as a host because unlike Piper, who was, you know, very obnoxious and mean, Brother Love had that faux sincerity. But right. also he would do the thing where he messed up people's names or called them oh, something fantastic. Funny. Brother yeah. Snake. Yeah, Brother Snake. Welcome, Brother Snake. Sister Sensational Queen Sherry. Yeah. Or Brother Dugan. Brother Dugan <laughs> is the best one for Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah. Dugan. Yeah, Brother Dugan. 
Yeah, Brother Dugan. <laughs> yeah, that one's fantastic. That's one of my favorites. And, and there's all these great moments on it. Like, for example, like the Ultimate Warrior, like flipping out on Sherry, and it leads to this whole like angle, like with Macho Man and sure. Ultimate Warrior. Hogan getting attacked by Boss Man. Hogan getting attacked by Earthquake. Yeah, and there's this one also. I remember this like Boss Man like chases somebody onto the set after like a match or something. Oh, really, yeah, I never saw like, that. That that one's weird. It's on. It's on like a Superstars in '90. Was it maybe Akeem or DiBiase or something? It might have been. Yeah, I think that's what leads into that that match. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So you had the Brother Love show was the best replacement for Piper's Pit to that point, and I it, would it say. Probably, was it slightly longer running than Piper's Pit? Like no, the main the run same. of Piper's Pit. Maybe about the same, yeah. give or take. And that also brings me to another thing with Piper's Pit because it's kind of the same time. Mm-hmm. It's when Piper's Pit was on WrestleMania. And Brother Love, like, tried to hijack yeah, the show. Yeah, he crossed over onto yeah. it with Morton Downey. Yeah. WrestleMania 5. Yeah. That's a weird segment, isn't it? And it is very weird. And I and I feel like Morton Downey's not cooperating. Kind of. He's just doing his thing. But we know the famous line from that. Yeah. Don't, don't blow, blow the smoke, smoke in, in my, my face. face. Yeah. So we have that, at least. Right. But after the Brother Love show ended in 91... We were taken in a weird direction where you had these yeah. less notable ones. We only remember the barbershop right. because it's what Brutus Beefcake did when he was recovering from his face injury. And the Shawn Michaels incident right. where he threw Janetti through the window happened to happen on yeah. the barbershop. No! Oh, my God. Right through the glass window of the barbershop. Janetti tried to dive through the window to escape. Did you see that? Are you blind? What an act of power. It's but if correct. it wasn't for that, it wasn't a notable yeah, show. It generally, from most of the episodes I've seen, it's generally Million Dollar Man and Sherry like a million times. Right. Like, they're like on it a lot, like right. that kind of crap. And speaking of getting into unnotable ones, mm-hmm. there's also ones that didn't happen, like the Missy Hyatt thing. Yeah, in 87, I think they were planning a Missy Hyatt Right, there's like Missy's nine... Cabana or something like that? Missy's Manor. Called? Missy's Manor, thank you. And there's you. like nine of them or something that got like filmed and they all were horrible. They, and they never just... hired her, I guess, right? They, well, they dumped her? No, so famously, it was so bad that Vince, he felt bad, right? Mm-hmm. So he offered to make her a federette for like no money. That's and, right, and she, she said no. Yeah. Well, you know what? Missy Hyatt... <laughs> it might have been something to look at in the 80s. She could not really talk, though. No, and uh, she wasn't, that wasn't her thing. That wasn't and, her thing. And she tried to turn into that later into WCW. But yeah, yeah, she did, but she wasn't She wasn't a great talker. And I think that affected her longevity in general. Yes. <laughs> but then there was also the funeral parlor in 91, hosted by Paul Bearer. It was always, like, green and smoky. Yeah, that one's weird. And that one's only notable to me for the time the Undertaker's hand got caught in a <laughs> casket or whatever, yes. and, like, Jake the Jake. Snake beat him up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And Flair was on it once or twice as well in yeah, 91. wearing his robe. Yes, like, it's just so out of place. You know how long I've been waiting for this very moment, big man, huh? Hey, you know you. how long the real world champion has heard the name Hulk Hogan? That was, that was a weird thing with that, too. It's like in WWF, Flair would never take off his robe. He never wore his, like, fancy shoes or anything. He rarely ever wore a suit, right? Yeah, it was really weird. It's like, that's like, like, Flair. That's him. That's like, what he does when he's not wrestling. Right. He just talks and wears expensive clothes and brags about how expensive they are. Correct. And wears sunglasses usually, yeah. too. He rarely ever did that. Yeah, it's 
weird especially with the talk shows like wbf had it seemed like a perfect fit i know to show up there get him over a little bit more yeah. especially when he was champion right then you had the heartbreak hotel in 94 that was like whatever who cared there about also that was a revival of brother love briefly <laughs> that was in 95 and 96 yeah that's where the world first met the ringmaster steve austin oh that is true i think it was the debut the re-debut of brother love correct wasn't it? yes yeah. it was Back up a little bit, brother. Everybody out there in TV land, I'm going to give you a chance to be somebody. And I remember that as a kid watching, I think it was on Raw, maybe it was yeah. Superstars, and I was like, they're bringing Brother Love back? It was weird. Well, it was because we didn't really, we hadn't have experience because we couldn't go back at that point in 1996 and watch Brother Love episodes and right. realize how good it was. We only knew him from anything that would crop up on a pay-per-view. Right. And I mean, that just kind of leads to like, I feel like that was more or less like the last of that in the classic form because then we get to they they take off from doing that for a while and then yes. it's like the Jericho one yeah the, the Jericho one what was, is that called uh, that is called the, the highlight um, reel highlight reel yeah there was also Carlito's Cabana I believe <laughs> that was, there was a bunch of really crappy ones they tried to revive the whole concept in like the early 2000s yes and they, they did. never were as good to the point where they had to like bring back Piper's Pit once or twice like and that was when Jericho was feuding with him and Jericho yeah. like did his own version of it remember right, that yeah overall the heyday of this was from piper's pit up until the end of brother in love as far as i'm concerned yeah and you know, honestly to close with this i really want to get just your general opinion like what do you think of this because i think it's a mixed bag and it, it, it had its moments like in mid in the mid 80s but more, other than that it sucked I, yeah i would say quinn like anything in wrestling whether it's a squash match whether it's you know a concept whether it's a gimmick a match style if it's done right and with the right people it's gonna work right and with piper's pit it was the right guy doing it at the right time at the right time and with brother love for for what it's worth yeah it also really was effective he was an effective heel and the people on there yeah he was able to bring out the best in in a lot of ways mm -hmm. i think they overdid it in the 2000s jericho's was okay sometimes yeah but it was useless and it and you know it led to other spinoffs like the miz one which is the current like top yeah. one which is it's whatever it's it's a mixed bag i'll yeah. totally agree with you when it's done right it can help but now it seems out of place i have to say especially yeah. when you have the network and you have all these other things that go on outside of the arena to talk to people right. and get people over well to me it makes also less sense because it's like they they to this day they talk about like the ratings to my talk show or yeah, i don't like, like that shit. everybody knows in 2017 that this is just part like a segment on a on a tv show it's not like an actual show and honestly since that revival version they haven't even bothered they just do it in the ring yeah at least in the old days they had a had, set they tried they had a set like michael's had the hotel bed thing yeah. and the big the big sign and and uh the barber one the that, barber shop yeah, that was, was a like really pretty good elaborate. Had a window in it yeah it's pretty elaborate yeah <laughs> he had a window right for Shawn michaels the snake to pit. throw him through yes it's exactly. like an actual snake pit it looked cool yeah but now, now they now just it, like yeah. set up some crap in the ring and put a tv in there and they're like oh it's good yeah because of geratron that's yes, like why of all of them do that now overall yeah they were okay i don't think there's a need for that they type were, of thing they now. ran their course they should go away for another 10 years and try it again yeah i think right now the era we're in it's better to do stuff like in the sit down backstage subdued stuff that yeah. helps get people over it's it gives true. it more of a real life feel mm -hmm. the talk show shit was like during the larger than life 80s and 90s era right it doesn't it really sense it yeah. doesn't fit now mm -hmm. okay speaking of talk shows we're gonna do more of that back after this 
Here is Missy Hyatt in Missy's Manor. Hi, welcome to Missy's Manor. And I'm Missy Hyatt, and I am really thrilled to be a part of Wrestling Superstars. And I have two of the most famous WWF personalities with me. It's the former Intercontinental Champion, Macho Man Randy Savage, and his manager, the lovely Miss Elizabeth. But you know, Macho Man, ever since WrestleMania III and the loss of your title, I really don't want to go into that and ask you questions because I'm sure so many people have been asking you over and over about it, and I don't want to bring that up. Wait a minute right now. You just don't understand one thing. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. You're listening to Our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast, the fastest growing weekly episodic retro wrestling audio podcast in the world. And welcome back, wrestling fans, to Our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast. Thank you so much for being with us here for episode number 38 on Monday, July 3rd, 2017. Quinn, it's time for our next segment, Mount Rushmore and Death Valley. Is it? Yes, it is. This is where we're going to put four of the best of something onto Mount Rushmore and four of the worst go down into the desert of Death Valley. And in light of all the fan requests we've been getting and trying to get to, I have another one. Ooh. Fan requested this oh, week. Oh, boy. This one is from our old friend, friend of the show, an early supporter, <laughs> Bill Yankawi. Aha. Good old Bill. Good old Bill. He's always good for some good discussion, good ideas, good yes, topics. Yes, he is. And he wanted to know if we could do the Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of... Tag Team Names. Ooh. So we did wrestler names, right? Mm Mm-hmm. This is interesting because with a tag team, it doesn't matter who the individual wrestlers' names are, right? right. So no. they could be generic, but yeah. if their tag team name is good, and that's cool, right? Yeah. But as far as what's in a name for a tag team, it should give you a sense of what this team is about. Yes. Can you think of that? Like, you know, yeah, you definitely. hear their name and you're like, oh, these guys are ass kickers, or these guys are are high flyers. I was going to say, it's a good criteria to go right? off of. Yeah. They're technical wrestler, whatever yeah. the case may be. They're scary. They're big. They're yeah. small. They're wire. <laughs> whatever it might be so quinn since i had the pick you have the stick what do you got to start well actually i'm gonna probably go by protocol here because i think one of the fans said we would probably pick this okay so i'm gonna say it and get it out of the way sure. the heart foundation <laughs> <laughs> the heart foundation you know as much as the heart foundation is one of my if not my favorite tag team ever yeah I don't know if their name is necessarily one of the best names. Wow. It's a good name. You're surprising me here. I'm sorry. I think it's a great name, actually. It's just, it sounds like the foundation part. It sounds like they're like a rock, you know, like they ain't going away. Like they're they're a foundation. Sounds like an insurance company. (laughs) No, they're like the foundation of the tag division. You know, it sounds strong and they're hard. They're both have heart in their name. That's true, and they were managed by Jimmy Hart. Yeah. But the thing is, is that name started as Jimmy Hart's, like, stable of people he managed. I guess. So it I got mean, that didn't last long. It didn't, but it got transferred to them. Yeah, but they really took it, and, and they made it, too. I mean, like, the whole, the gear, the pink and all true, that. True, and so much so that they brought it back in 97 yeah. as the name of the stable. Right. 
They are the pink and black attack. They yeah. are, but I'm going to counter. Okay. Demolition. Ooh, Demolition is a great name. Now that I love is Demolition. a name where yeah. it's like, what is this about? The, yeah. the, these don't sound like nice guys. Here come the axe and here come the smasher. Yeah, and even their individual names were cool. And they had a great music. They, they had, had a great, great music. music. <laughs> yeah. They had no, good music. As a team name, though, Demolition. Yeah. There's nothing fun sounding about that, is there? Uh, There's nothing no. high flying. There's nothing fancy or finesse about that. Sounds like they're gonna they're gonna demolish you, you with an axe. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They're gonna smash you to smithereens. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna put you in a tractor trailer and go off the side of a mountain or whatever they said. Yes, exactly. They're gonna kill you. It's all just like puns on like destroying or yeah. blowing up things. But anyway, so. Demolition, I think, in my mind, anyway, would trump the Heart Foundation as a tag team name. Well, you can't bring up Demolition without bringing up the Legion of Doom or the Road Warriors. Okay. I actually think both of them are great names. I think the Legion of Doom is a good name. It's really, isn't that from a comic, though? I can't think of which. It's from some Marvel thing, I'm pretty sure. From now on, we'll be known as the Legion of Doom. That doesn't disqualify it, obviously. But that was also the name of the stable. The Road Warriors is the name of the Titan. And the yes. Road Warriors, I understand it's from uh, Max Muscle. What, what's that? <laughs> what am I thinking of? <laughs> Mad, Mad Max. Max, yeah. Max Muscle. Max Muscle. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I understand it's from that. But I mean, hell, they look awesome. Yeah. That's a cool name. Yeah. They're the Road Warriors. Yeah. And especially for wrestlers. Wrestlers are traveling the road. They're Road Warriors, you know? That's a good point. But I'm going to throw another one at you. You're sure. going to crap on me, but I don't care. Money Incorporated as a name. I get it. I and I'm not gonna listen. I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was a cool name as a kid. Yeah, so did I. But the more I still do. I don't know. Like retrospectively, I guess it's no. Really? Yeah. Money Incorporated. It's so cool. Yeah, but you just crapped on the Heart Foundation for for, <laughs> for them seeming like they're like a, a yeah. Company but these or guys something. are a company. That's the whole point. Yeah. You got the million dollar man, and IRS does his taxes. <laughs> You know what's a better name? Bad Company. Ooh. Yeah. Now, that's a band from the 70s. Yeah, but it's a cool freaking tag it's name. It's a really good, and it's good tag team, too. Yeah. Pat Tanaka and Paul Diamond. Right. Oh, man. Bad Company. Yeah. What about the Rockers? Actually, I think their first name is better, the Midnight Rockers. I love that name, actually. Because that sounds yeah. Yeah, like you're right. they're... They're badass. They're partiers, like, too. But they're like, it's after dark. It's after mm-hmm. hours. Like, these these guys are, screw the Rock and Roll Express. Right. Screw the Midnight Express. These are the Midnight Rockers. Yeah. That's a really good name. Yeah. We're going to have to start narrowing it down, at least get somebody on there. But I don't know if you and I are going to agree on one to put I know. on there yet. What about the Mega Powers? That one's awesome. I could agree with you on that. The mega right? powers. The like, mega powers. The mega powers. Like, who could beat them? Because mega powers, that implies, like, this has got to be the best guys, right? It was the best and guys. it was the best guys. They could back it up. They could back it up. It was Hogan and Savage for crying out loud. Yeah. The mega powers. The mega powers. You know what? I would put them on. I don't think anything's going to knock that off, do no. you? No. Oh, man, the mega power. All right. There's still more. There's more. You want to put them on? Yeah. All right, let's put the mega powers on to Mount Rushmore. So we've got the Heart Foundation floating around because you're very persistent about it. Yeah. <laughs> I've got Demolition. I got one for you. Yeah. What about the Killer Bees? That's a cool name. It's horrible. I, I, I know. Th- you don't like it? Horrible. Oh, really? Really. Huh. I didn't expect that. I actually thought it was a cool name. I'll tell you why I don't like it. Why? Because it's just because their names have bees in them. That's why they called them that. Yeah, but it's a good, it's a good play on it. It's like... 
it's a better play than usual. Let's put it that way. I don't know. Why didn't they just call them the mosquitoes if they want to go after insects here? No, because here? killer bees actually sounds like a threat. The fruit flies. Stop. The dragonflies. You're just thinking of them as people. I'm thinking of just the name. The mad hornets. Stop it. The wasps. Yeah. Okay, get out of here. I'm not putting killer bees no. on there. That can go to hell. <laughs> what about the powers of pain? Yeah, that's a great name. That's it a, is. That's a great name. It's a really good name, even though the team was designed as a, you know, Road Warriors ripoff in the NWA. Right. It's still an awesome name. The Power powers of pain. The powers of pain. What about the faces of fear? Another good one. That is. The right? faces of the fear. The faces of fear. Now, here's one, actually, that I think could really make it and it fits into what you said about it should fit the team yeah. and like what they're all about the new age outlaws oh you didn't know your ass better call somebody i always thought that was just a yeah. tremendous you name. know what i'm glad like, you brought them up that's got to go on i think yeah when. that that is just an unbelievable like it's so apropos to the time and yep. to what they are yep one of the reasons I love that name, this is a quick backstory for me personally, mm-hmm. is, and you'll remember it too, Quinn, and if anyone was watching in the fall, you know, winter of 97, you'll remember, is when they teamed up in the fall of 97, mm-hmm. they ditched their old gimmicks, right? Right. Rockabilly was no more. It was just Billy Gunn now. It was them coming together to break off from honking. Correct. Yeah. And um, Jesse James, no more you know, with my baby tonight, even though we love that song. But his name's Jesse James, which is the name of a famous outlaw. Famous outlaw, exactly. And he became the road dog, and we had badass Billy Gunn. And they didn't have a name for a while. Yeah. I remember that. And I remember they were doing guest commentary on Raw. Right. And JR in kayfabe, maybe even in real life, named them. And he's like, I got a great name for you. The New Age Outlaws. And they were like, yeah, they were like happy about it. It was just organically done on air. You guys have been double teaming everybody. And it looks to me, you've been called a lot of names, but it looks like the most appropriate name for you guys are the New Age Outlaws. At least that's my take on it. Hey, Ross, you know what? For once in your life, you've probably got a good idea there. I kind of like that New Age Outlaws thing. The best part about that is, and why it goes with the name, is like they stole their first victory yes they did a couple of outlaws a couple of outlaws but this is a new age right it made total sense that name yeah and i would have to say it's one of the most creative tag team names Uh, really no doubt about it it really is that stands out to this day as a great tag team name Mm -hmm. it's become i think we even take for granted how innovative that name was seriously people like to think about the the crappy new age when they were just goons for like triple h but 99 yeah but in there when they started they were i thought they were going to become one of the best tag teams of all time i'm serious like pre-dx yeah especially right yeah they were so good they were on the rise as a heel team and that name suited them perfectly yeah they weren't like I hate to like crap on current things, but American Alpha, you know, yeah. the revival. No, this is the new age outlaws. Well, we'll get to that, but let's put, <laughs> yeah. let, let's put, let's, we have to. Yeah. So they're going to join the mega powers, right? Yeah. All right. Let's, let's get them on there. That's a great pick, Quinn. Really? Yeah. Now, what you just said, the revival, I really like that name. Can't stand it. I like it because it fits what they are, and that's, they're the revival of the old school brain buster style kind of they, you know tag team. They are all that. You're absolutely right. I don't like the name itself. The revival. 
they're the revival. They're not they're the, the revi- revival. They are guys that are reviving something. They did. They and in they themselves did. are not a revival. But Joe, they did revive something. That tag division was absolutely dead until I'm, they got there. I'm getting caught up in the grammar and the mechanics of it, but I'm saying they are not a revival. I don't know. What if, they're doing is a revival. They're the revivalers. They, they're the ones doing the revival. But they call themselves main event. They cannot be a revival job. in themselves. They call themselves main event guys, right? Good for them. And their 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 shtick, their gimmick is that they they're reviving tag team wrestling. They are the revival like they are the revival of tag team wrestling. You know you see what I'm saying? They are the revival of tag team wrestling. You know what? I hope Dash and Dawson listen to us and they can give us their own thoughts on this. <laughs> I don't know, Quinn. Can we table that for a second here? We can table it. I don't want to get carried away sure with that okay how about the brain busters the brain busters is a great name it is funny though because i always felt it's more closely associated to bobby the brain heenan than it is the four horsemen tag team of tully and arn well they were his busters right yeah the brain busters bobby's busters (laughs) like what if they called them that that would have been horrible (laughs) yeah it would have been really bad yeah bobby's busters (laughs) bobby's busters like a little league rec team or (laughs) something (laughs) what about the twin towers what did you think of that i mean it's okay. It's just also sometimes I think of like Sid in the skyscrapers, like when yeah, I think I, of the Twin Towers. Do you think they ripped that off, or was I that think coincidental? They definitely ripped you that think they off. Did? Yeah, yeah. The skyscrapers, folks, was Sid and um, Dan Spivey, and then at various points, I think Mark Callis, mm-hmm. Undertaker, and Dan Spivey. Right. Yeah, they were called the size the skyscrapers, but I personally think the Twin Towers is a better name and a better team, Bossman right. and Akeem. But also, the Twin Tower dates the shit out of them. Yeah, that's a good point. And yeah, Yeah. they're named after the World Trade Center. Right. And there's no way they could have known that. It's not their fault, but like. Right. Yeah. What about Power and Glory as a team name? I hate it. Okay, sorry. Yeah. And we won't even go there then. (laughs) What about the Smoking Guns? I was going to bring that up. I do think that's a good name. You do? Yeah, I really do. Because it fits their gimmick and their last name was Gun, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's, It's still not the Heart Foundation to me. You know what? Men on a Mission is a good team name. Yeah, but the problem with it is its initials. Mom. Yeah. <laughs> that breaks the whole thing to me. What was their mission, though? To get rap over. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> and they, you know what the other thing is? It's like Men on a Mission, it's their names and Oscar, their manager, too. Yeah, that's, that's another true. part of it. Yeah, Oscar's included in that package. Oscar's included in that package, yeah. yeah. That's a good point, Quinn. Any recent team names that you've liked? No. At all? Not the, really. I, I, I'm boggled by the fact that you didn't like the revival. I really think that's a cool name. Like, <laughs> I think it's a great tag team. I'm not fond of the name itself. Okay. That's all. Um, sure. I, I think they're a great team. Yeah. I really do. I like them. Mm-hmm. I don't think their name's that good. I think what they do is great. Sure. I just don't like the name of it. I don't know. I think I think <sighs> Heart Foundation. Yeah. Legion of Doom. Legion you know? of Doom. Yeah. Powers of Pain is a really good name, too. Don't forget the Road Warriors. Yeah, that's all a little more generic to me than Legion of Doom, though. Now, another one we didn't talk about, and I think a lot of, we kind of mentioned it, but mm-hmm. the rock and roll express no. what do you think no midnight express no okay we just have to bring that up like yeah no i get it and, yeah. I, and i'm what's I'm, an express I think, I think the midnights are i like it because it's a play off of the rock and roll and it's kind of like they're their rivals yeah of course i get it and the idea that the midnight is the fact that they're like the evil version yeah <laughs> like that's kind of cool thieves in the night type yeah, of thing i i do like that i get it i don't think either of them are 
Mount Rushmore material for me. Right. Their feud certainly is, if you're talking tag team feuds. Yeah. You know, but uh, the okay. names. No, eh. yeah, just wanted to bring it up because I, I think that the Midnights at least is a is a cool playoff of yeah. the Rock and Roll Express. I agree. And I also want to mention, folks, if we're forgetting anybody, which we would never do, <laughs> especially especially not last week when we forgot Jake Roberts. Right, we did. <laughs> for second gen wrestlers. Yeah. Feel free to remind us. That's what the email is for. That's yes. what the Twitter is for. And that is what our Facebook group is for because we are not experts. Yeah, and we're in the moment right now. We you are have to in understand. the moment. Yeah, it's just a conversation here. All right, so we're, we got to get two more here. I do like the Hart Foundation, but I really never thought of it as like one of the best names ever. But the more you're. You, when you got me break about down it now, all these names, it's it is like, a cool name. It, it's better than most. Is it better, though? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We'll see in the Death Valley. There are horrible names out there. Yeah. All right. Is it better? Is it better or worse than the Legion of Doom? No, it isn't. But it's not there's better, two right? slots left. That's I know. the thing. It's so like, then do we put the Legion of Doom on? Can we find anything better than that right now? No. It's a great name. Yeah. And I, it befit I, them very well. I can't think of anything better than Legion of Doom right now at yeah, this very the, moment. At this very moment, I cannot either. I would put that on. It's a cool sounding name. It sounds a little threatening. It sounds yeah. like these guys are up to no good. They're going to kick your butt. Yeah. It's the 80s, you know? Exactly. They're going to kick your butt. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, All put right. it on. You know what? <laughs> Let's put it on. So the Legion of Doom will be number three. <laughs> For Donnie, here's our recap so far. We have the <laughs> Mega Powers, yeah. we have the New Age Outlaws, and right. we have the Legion of Doom. That's right. good. Yes. Okay. What about the Nasty Boys? It's not I, bad. Again, I like it, but I don't feel like it fits the team because they're both big goofs. But they're nasty. You ain't gonna like it, but you're definitely, definitely gonna get nasty size. <laughs> yeah, but they're goofy. They do armpit moves and stuff. Yeah, and great. And they, they spit. Mm. No nasty boys. No nasties. What about the high flyers? Get out of here. You're, that's that, that's that might be in Death Valley. Briscoe Brothers. Nope. Valiant Brothers. Mm-hmm. No. No. What about the Wild Samoans? Man, the Wild Samoans. They were Wild Samoans. They that's were what wild they were. And they were Samoans. What about the Fabulous Freebirds? That's a great name. Honestly, I really like that name. Actually, now they were named after the Leonard Skinner song "Freebird." Right, but they looked the part. They looked like Leonard Skinner, yes. Like, and they fit the team. They did, they did. They fit the team. But were they Freebirds? What, what's a Freebird? What would you consider the tag team? Like, it's yeah, Michael Hayes. Another point. And, and But then again, Buddy. their whole thing is that they invented yeah. the Freebird rule. So that's kind of their M.O. Anything with Terry Gordy is my favorite. Yeah. I <laughs> love Terry Gordy now, back then. Now, in the same vein, that brings up another one. What do you think of the New Day as far as a, just a name? Horrible name. And, but The New Day? I just want to... They are not a day. Right. But this is my favorite part about it is that the fact that it was so bad is actually what drove them to be so good. They're like, not a day, though. They aren't. It's stupid. I get it. Like, but like, it's it's like the reverse. It's like the meta version of like a Death Valley tag team. It's name. awful. No, yeah. it's a, always a bad name. They are not a day. <laughs> no, they, they are aren't. wrestlers. A They're new, not a new day. It's a new day. Yes, it is. As they say, yeah, the it's theme. a new day. <laughs> yeah, that could have been their catchphrase. It was their catchphrase. Exactly. And who and all that nonsense. Yeah, who. Oh, man. All right. I think the Hart Foundation is really starting to look appealing here. You know what, Damon Quinn, why yeah. do you have to be right about this? Yeah. I don't know. I really like the powers of pain. I like it, too. And the faces of fear. 
They have faces that inspire fear in you. American males. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Hey, that's very accurate. They were American males. They were American and they were males. (laughs) What about Stars and Stripes? Remember that? The Patriot and Bagwell? Ew. No. (laughs) Pretty wonderful? (laughs) Stop it. Just stop. The Brothers of Destruction. Is that a little too derivative of like Meh. scary guys like die 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 type of stuff? They were just like the mega powers of dead characters. <laughs> like essentially, Literally, that's absolutely what they were. <laughs> yeah. What about Philip and Furnace Lafon? It's not a name. <laughs> it's just who they are. I just wanted to say Furnace Lafon. Oh, what about the Hollywood Blondes? <sighs> that's a really good name. That's not. They weren't the original team to have that name. Yeah. Nevertheless, it's a great tag team name, right? And they did the thing with the camera that you can't see because it's an audio podcast. Whatever. (laughs) What I didn't get about that, though, were they supposed to be from Hollywood? Were they supposed to be actors? I I don't understand. I think both of them were introduced from Hollywood. Steve Austin? At the time. Since he opens his mouth, you can tell he's not. Right. But I'm saying, like, I think when they came, I think it was a little tongue-in-cheek, too. I would think so, right? That had to be the aim there. Right. Oh, Harlem Heat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where were we? Oh, my goodness. That name is great. Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat sounds like you're going to get your ass kicked. It just does. Every time. You got to remember, folks, race aside, in the 90s, Harlem, not a good place. No. Now it is. Now it's actually a lot better. And they're bringing the heat. And now, the heat, the, the term, I think, is, you know, it's kind of like guns or something like that. Yeah, or you know, something, something that's not going to be pleasant. How yeah, about that? something that's going to hurt. Yeah. And the irony here, of course, is that they're actually from Houston, the two yeah. of them. <laughs> but nevertheless, as a team named Harlem Heat. Actually, okay, that's better than Heart Foundation. It is. And yeah. it meets our alliterative, you know, yeah. standards where we like alliteration. Okay, I, I'm... I'm for Harlem Heat being in there. I'm for it too. Folks, remember to send us yours, but we're going to put Harlem Heat on as number four into Mount Rushmore. All right, so we've covered the good, and now it's my turn to start with the bad. And I want to ask you, Quinn, what would make a bad tag team name? Stupid. <laughs> just like, like it doesn't fit or it's dumb. Okay. Like it just sounds bad. You know, yeah, well, you'll I get see. You. I get like, you. <laughs> Like okay, can I give you one of my least favorite ones ever? Then sure, Jerish show. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> so show. there's a ton of those. That's Chris Jericho and Big Show, folks. I think you had a good suggestion on the boards, and okay. I and I want to just nominate it. Oh, when this was mentioned, yeah, anything mixed with Big Show, Show Miz, yeah, all of that crap. <laughs> Yeah. Why? There's so many. First of all, why was Big Show in tag teams? I don't know, because this is my whole thing with Big Show that they misused him his entire run. And I know we're digressing, but it's worth it. It's like he's bigger than everyone. Nobody should be able to beat this guy. He doesn't need to be in a tag team. Right. He should, let's say, never really get the title because he doesn't need it. Mm -hmm. But like he doesn't need to challenge for it either and lose. Like right, it's exactly. just like it's like he should just never lose unless <laughs> right. like it's like some like big hero like John Cena beats right, him. Like exactly. that's it. Like I totally agree with you. Yeah. But what else you got, Quinn? The ding dongs. From Belleville, USA. So I think, ter- I think like, Ruben nominated that one when no, the discussion it, came up on the like, boards. I before he even said that, I knew. Like I, I like 
I've said it in the past on this show. Yeah, why were they doing a doorbell gimmick? It's terrible. <laughs> Ding like, dong. And this isn't about the tag team itself. It's no, about the, I know. the name. It's the name's bad. stupid. Yeah, the name is stupid. What about Well Done? <laughs> Timothy Well and Stephen Dunn. That just sounds like they're a burger, or the, both <laughs> of them steak. are fat and out of shape. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like that's just a terrible name. Why don't they just call it Good Job? You know, yeah. Well Done. <laughs> ah man, there, there's so many bad ones. Like you know, what's another one that I think of TNA. TNA Test and Albert with Trish. They had Trish, so it was that like, was the boobs. She was TNA. Ha, yeah, ha, ha. yeah, the boobs and the butt. Stupid name. What about Head Cheese? Wait, I, wait, wait, was that the real name though? I think he just said that, right? Um, I don't know if there was ever an on-screen graphic that called them Head Cheese officially. <laughs> However, they referred to themselves as Head Cheese. They did, and I always liked that. I'm going to counter your Heart Foundation one from Rushmore here. Sure. The new foundation. Eh, it makes sense. Only in context. They're like the new heart foundation. But only in context it makes sense. It doesn't say yeah, anything else about them. It's Owen Hart and Jim Neidhart. Good for them. It's, like, it makes sense. All right, I got one. The Dicks. Weighing in at mind weight of 430 pounds, Chad and James, The Dicks. I find it. It's got a tip from New Jersey, uh, Chimel just said. The Dicks is bad. From 2006 or whenever that yeah, was. Yeah, The Dicks. The Dicks. Can we put that? The Dicks. They're, Are you they're, kidding they're me? just called The Dicks. Like, really? Yeah. The they, Dicks. Get, get them out of here. Can we get them out of here is right. Here, Death Valley. Bunch of dicks. <laughs> like, come on. To, in, like, the mid-2000s. This I, isn't Russo. Yeah, this is just stupid. That was just stupid. And this is even before Dancing Guy in the Speedo, I think. Big Dick Johnson. Big Dick Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I want to discuss one thing. Yes. And this might be overarching over everything. Uh huh. Is something where it just hits you over the head like it's too obvious count? Like, for example, the Blue Bloods. Like, is that just too, like, is, does that make it bad? I just think it's it's generic. Like, the American males. Yeah. Like, the Hardy Boys. You know what I mean? It's With a Z. <laughs> With a Z, yeah. <laughs> the Dudley Boys. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Death Valley, the Dicks. I mean, the, yeah, the, the Ding Dongs are also a, yeah, a contender. Exactly. Here too. The New Day is a bad tag team name. Yeah, it, it is. It is bad. They are not a day. My problem with it is it doesn't say anything about them. Yeah, I, they're the New Day. Well, they're not a day. Well, okay, you they're have, wrestlers. Listen, I'm going to explain something. You have to also remember where it came from. It was all those guys were being misused. And, like, they didn't have anything for them. Mm -hmm. And the whole story going into it was it was going to be a new day for these three characters. They were going to have a new, a new opportunity. It's still a bad name, Quinn. I get it. The New Day is the name of a team. It's not as bad it as It sounds Ding like the name Dongs. of a short story by John Dunn. It's it's still not as bad as Well Done. That's yeah, true. It's, it's not as bad as any of that. It's not as... War ding Dongs. Why are we wasting time here? <laughs> yeah, Ding Dongs. When the Ding Dongs are hanging in they the balance. Exist. They're ringing in the balance <laughs> yeah, here. Just All right, in. so along with the Dicks, we have the Ding... All penis related so far. Yeah. The Dicks and dicks the Ding and Dongs. Ding -dongs. Yeah. Right. Put it in. All right, here it goes. <laughs> Was there a team called, like, the Willies or the Winkies? No. <laughs> While we're at it. I don't think it? so. <laughs> there was a high voltage. <laughs> Roadblock. Wait, was it Roadblock? No, that was Kenny Chaos and uh, some other idiot. No, but there was also... What, I don't know what Roadblock was in. Men at Work. <laughs> Men at Work, that's real? <laughs> yeah, that's real. Oh, God. 
Yeah. What was it? Was that the one where they had when they before they came out there would be like signs it's like quite that like possible. don't don't like come here. They're like doing yeah, things. People like, didn't. Men at work. Yeah. Don't come here. Yeah. It no, worked for WCW. You know, like that those, strategy those, paid off. Those construction signs. Yeah. Well, it's a good metaphor because WCW was constantly under yeah. construction. It was. It's a horrible t- <laughs> men at work. Men at work. Isn't that a fucking eighties like new wave kind of now, wait, pop band? Was that? Yeah, it was. Oh, fuck. We forgot a great name. The Destruction Crew. And that would have made Excuse it. Excuse uh, me. No, that's that might even fall in stupid category. Get out of here. What about the Minnesota Wrecking Crew? We forgot them, too. Yeah. <sighs> again, Joe. We can't go back, again, though. We can't go back. And also, and I still don't think it would beat any of those names. Okay, fine, so. fair that's fine. So we've talked about it there. Fair enough. All right. So we've got penises on there, right? The ding, we've got the ding dongs and the dongs. Yeah, we got the dings and the dongs and the dicks, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what else is bad? Jarrah's show is bad. Yeah, I will. Show Miz is bad. Team Hell No. Even though it makes sense, <laughs> I hate anything starting with team. I know you do. It's so uncreative. However, in their case, it made sense because Daniel Bryan, at the time, he was in the no phase. Yeah, and Kane is hell. He Kane. It, that's literally he's from hell, fire, and brimstone stone like that's what they say is that in iowa maybe <laughs> it's possible kane is hell to watch i'll, yeah. I'll say that what much. about tna you, you just kind of brush them yeah, aside t- excuse like, that's, me that's <laughs> tna is bad yeah and it might fit our having like a sexual <laughs> reference name yeah it's true <laughs> yeah <laughs> like tna is bad tna is really and bad it's also the name of a bad promotion it is that's Did a you- good point <laughs> yeah. yeah you want to put that in there for no, you? you don't have to i'm going to Anyway, so we're going to get back to tag teams here. TNA is bad. Yeah, TNA is bad. Is it worse than the Bushwhackers if you really think about life, though? If you really take a good, long look at your life. I honestly... That name's okay. Is it? It fits what they are. They whack bushes. No, no, See, no. Again, with the sexual here. No, they're from the bushes. Like the, I mean, like <laughs> that's not what it no, means. but I mean, New Zealand. Isn't that like? Isn't that one of the the terms for that? In the, the what is that? I'm no. thinking of like some area, like where it's like to the bushes. No, bushwhacking is like ambushing people or like. Oh, then that's wrong. Okay, they're never mind. not like bush. No, bushwhacking is stupid. I thought it had something to do with being down under from there or something. <laughs> this is all very sexual. Yeah, they're whacking bushes. They're hurting sheep. <laughs> sheep herders. Yeah. <laughs> That's a shitty name. The, the sheep, sheep herders. herders. Yeah. yeah. What are they like on a prairie somewhere? Yeah. What are they, David from the Bible? What are they doing? I don't get it. <laughs> the yeah. sheep herders. What about the two dudes with attitudes? Ooh. It's so long. Even though we love Shawn Michaels and Diesel. Yeah. Welcome once again, boys and girls, to the Wild Kingdom. <laughs> now a little quiz from Big Daddy Cool and the Heartbreak Kid. Question number one: In the Animal Kingdom, what kind of animal would I be? Lion. Uh-huh. And that would have to make you the Lion King. I like that. Yeah, that's a stupid name because it's... Yeah, you're right. It's so long. It's Two too, dudes with attitude. It's so long. Oh, dynamic dudes. Shane Douglas and Johnny Ace, WCW. Yeah, it's... That's also... See, here's the thing. Dudes. It might be not as bad because two dudes with attitudes exist. Yeah, that's like, a good point, that's too. the thing. Oh, man. Two dudes with attitudes. I didn't think of that. I yeah, wouldn't have thought I of that one. I that name because really? I love the team. That's why it pissed me off so much. Like, I was just like, why? Like, I wanted it to be cool. It certainly wasn't, Quinn. Like, they could have had a horrible name like Heartbreak Truckers or something, and it would have been better than two dudes with attitudes. <laughs> that's already better. Yeah. <laughs> 
Lord Frank Truckers. Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just shitty. Like, See, fuck that. Get it out of here. Two dudes that I'm serious. Like, that is crap. Really? Yes. You feel this strongly about well, it? Well, because it's so underwhelming for what the team is, and it really, like, bothers me. Yeah, but like, is it worse than well done? At least that's short, and, like, <laughs> you can say it. On your most honest day, though, is it worse than well done? So, two dudes with attitudes, you call them T-D-W-A. That's a horrible... It is. That's it's a really, really bad. Everything is bad. I'm not disagreeing with you, Quinn, but is it worse than well frickin' done? Well, there's still a spot left. TNA? I still think there's a spot left. I don't know if I can in good conscience put two dudes with attitudes in here. Are you serious? I am serious. Give me something worse. Oh, God. Well done is worse. Well done. <laughs> no. How do you want your burger? I don't know. Rare? No. Medium rare? No. Medium. No. Well done. <laughs> I get it. I get it. How'd you do on your test? Oh, you got 100? Well done. Here's our conundrum. It's t- there's two dudes with attitudes. Yeah, there were. There's well done, but there's also the anything with Big Show thing. Like, <laughs> that's true. It's still lingering around. Jerish Show. Yeah. Like, and then, then there's Jerish Show, you yeah. know, and Show Miz. Oh, here's one for you, Quinn. What? Because it's not true at all. What? The world's greatest tag team. That's also very long. It's too long. Oh, man. They weren't. They were good, but they, they were weren't good. the world's greatest tag it's team. false advertising. It was Charlie Haas. Shelton Benjamin, for crying out loud. I don't have a problem with either of those guys. The best pure athlete in all wrestling. Doesn't have any charisma. We have, I like, know. so much here. We have so much, and we need to narrow it down. We already have a bunch of penises on there. A bunch of penises. So we need to get, is it going to be boobs? Is it going to be tits and ass? Great tag teams. <laughs> is American be- males. Oh, God. Yeah. Or is it going to be well done? Or men at work? Men- <laughs> <laughs> is it going to be dudes with attitudes? I mean, I don't know. There's a Dynamic lot of- dudes? It, they could be dynamic dudes. Yeah. Or they could be in show miz. Show me. Fuck that. Yeah. I just had to no. say the words show miz Listen, here, because I'm going to say this. I want you to officially put it in as anything with Big Show. Okay. Like, so when you do the recap at the end, right. you're going to say anything with Big Show for the third slot. That's if I do the recap recap but formal nomination here into death valley yeah. anything involving big show yeah up to and including jerish show <laughs> and show miz yes for death valley bunch of crap all right so we <laughs> yeah, it's go. the most uncreative <laughs> really, crap ever it really is yeah right, so we have one spot left now yeah i am going Either well done, well done is stupid, but I guess it's not that offensive. Yeah. Are we really veering towards two dudes with attitudes here? <laughs> Joe, it, come on. Was that really their team name, though, or is yes. that like a fake nickname for like one pay-per-view? I think they always called them that. I don't think so. Like, well, they, they did for at least a month, so I counted. Ah, come on, that's not that bad. It's still a shitty name, though. I'm not going to say it's good or anything like that. I don't think it matters how long it is. It's that it exists, period. Because there's a lot of tag teams that didn't exist for a very long time, you know? Yeah, that's true. So, But is that worse than the Bashams? <laughs> Bashams. The Bashams, Quinn. Yeah, that's bad. They bashed them. See, I don't know if it's worse. God, there's so many bad ones. I know, that's the thing. We're having a hard time narrowing down the bad. The last one here, huh? Strike Force? Eh. What does that even mean? It sounds cool. Though. No, it doesn't. Oh, really? You don't like that name? Strike Force? I always thought it sounded cool at the very least. Strike Three. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> ah, thank you. 
I don't know. You want to just put two dudes with attitudes in there? I mean, you hate I, it I so much. I very strongly hate that. And name. I have no strong feelings because we got Big Show out of the way. So the I'm other kind one of... that I strongly hate is TNA. But okay, let's put it between those two. Okay. I know where you're going. You're going with two dudes with attitudes, right? But I still hate TNA. Like I think it's so. A, it's uncreative because it's just Test and Albert, right? Yeah. And B, it's just a stupid pun once again on like boobs and butts and penises and i mean and not in that case but you know what i yeah. mean like it's just it falls in the vein of that the human anatomy yeah two dudes with attitudes or tna tna you know why why because two dudes with attitudes is true they were two dudes with attitudes tna what the fuck is that it's trish who cares <laughs> well it was their manager it was like the bad version of trish though before she was like eh. I wouldn't Mattered. say it was that bad. But. Anyway, it had Albert in it. It had yeah. tested. Test is even worse. Yeah, te- Albert. I have no problem with Jason Alberts Jason or whatever Alberts. he calls Not himself nowadays, name. but Test is awful. <laughs> TNA. There you go. You had a bad promotion named TNA and a bad tag team named TNA. Yeah. So there we have it. That is our Death Valley. List it. We, <laughs> we have the penis ones, which is the dicks yeah. and the ding-dongs. We also have anything... Anything involving Big Show. Right. The prophecy came true, Quinn. And we have TNA. So, folks, as always, we know people just simply didn't enter our minds. We didn't think of it. Okay, so let us know. You can do that by reaching us on Twitter at OVP Podcast. You can go to our Facebook group and let us know there. You can, of course, email us at OVPPodcast at gmail.com. And when we come back, you know what we're doing? We're reviewing something. Yay. Back after this. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Imagine getting into a chocolate-flavored boat and sailing around a fudgy moat to a chocolate-flavored castle. This must be King Ding Dong's castle. Look at all those Ding Dongs. Have one. Thanks, King Ding Dong. When you eat a hostess Ding Dong, there's a whole world of chocolate flavor in each and every bite. Cream filling, too. Delicious hostess Ding Dongs. You'll find a chocolate-flavored world in every bite. Hey, it's Sean Mooney. I may no longer be in the event center, but if I was, I'd be talking about our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast. All right, boys, let's get to it. And welcome back, wrestling fans, to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. We are reviewing something, Quinn. Yeah, it's a fun one. It is a fun one. We haven't done this promotion yet. Amongst all the reviews we've done, we haven't touched this one just yet, and it is ECW. I've been waiting, Joe. I know you have. And what we're doing, folks, is ECW Hardcore TV number 375. If you're looking on the network, <laughs> yes. this is the first thing we've ever done that is on the network, by That's the way. Correct. So if you have the network, you can watch this. That's right. We're not doing anything illicit here by saying that, yeah. you know? And it's from July 1st, 2000. So that's just a little bit over, two days over, 17 years ago. It's retro. To this day. It is retro for sure. Now, I think anything ECW at this point is retro. Uh, yeah, the promotion definitely. is long since gone. Long since gone. A little bit of background on ECW hardcore TV in Yeah, general tell us here. what was going on here because yes. there's some weirdness. Hardcore TV was their show, right? From 93 until, and I don't think it was called hardcore TV in 93, but they had a yeah. show. It, it came to be hardcore TV, I want to say like 94, 95, 96. 96-ish. Yeah. Like it wasn't hardcore. I've watched a lot of ECW and it was not yeah. called that. No, it definitely it was just wasn't called, called ECW. That. It was just, yeah, Eastern. It literally was called just ECW. Eastern Champion. 
Championship Wrestling and then yeah. Extreme Championship Wrestling right. in 94. This is the interesting thing about reviewing a hardcore TV from the summer of 2000, is in August of 1999, ECW finally secured a real cable TV deal. A regular slot, not at like four in the morning on like picks or something. Yeah, wherever you might live, you might get it, you might not. That's what hardcore TV was. But in August of 99, we had ECW on TNN. Mm -hmm. And I'll admit, as a fan at the time, in the summer of 99, heading into eighth grade, I was very excited to find out ECW is finally on a, on a channel that I have at a time yeah, every that can, week. That I could stay up and watch. And I can watch it. And yeah. I, I did watch it. I mean, for a lot of us, I think this was the first time we didn't watch ECW at a sleepover party or something. <laughs> right. like Around some traded tape or some yeah, shit. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, it was a big deal when it first appeared. Because, yep. but was it too late? I don't know. And we'll find out. We'll but, find out. I do know this, Quinn. It was on TNN, which at the time, TNN is no longer the name of the network. Yeah. It was initially the Nashville network. It still was the Nashville network when ECW was on it. You've been watching TNN, the Nashville network. It eventually became the National Network in in an attempt to distance itself from its countryfied branding there. Yeah, and that made sense because Mm -hmm. it became more available. This network would eventually come to be Spike, as it's known today. Correct, and obviously WWF spent five years having Monday Night Raw on this network. Yeah. From the TNN to the Spike era. And some would say that that was an attempt to throw ECW into the grave finally. Yep, and some might also say it was an attempt to kind of hold up USA Network. They eventually did go back. So what we're talking about, though, is not ECW on TNN. Hardcore TV still ran until the promotion ended. Which I couldn't tell you that I really knew that until later, like well past ECW being a thing, because it was not really talked about nobody really it wasn't nobody knew it existed still like i just thought the fork in the morning show was didn't <laughs> exist anymore right because it went from being until the summer of 99 it went from being their only show to their what superstars essentially it was the superstars <laughs> or challenge of, yeah. of ecw so once tnn came on board now we're almost a year into that that's the context here now in 2000 it's not the ECW that got really popular in 96, 97, 98. They're changing. They are changing. They're attempting to become a long-term promotion, I, I feel. I feel like that, too. And I know that a lot of what they had been doing on their TNN show was at the behest and the influence of the network itself. Which they complain about yep. a lot. Yes, And they make characters funny. about it. But as we get through this show... The writing was kind of on the wall for ECW anyway, in a lot of ways. It's surprising because it's, I feel, are we a full year or we're within eight months? Maybe about eight months There's or so. There's still a lot of time left, yeah, per se. It's not looking good. Yeah. So let's get to the show here. We open with a cold open of Cyrus the Virus. That's yeah. Don Callis, also known as the Jackal. Yeah, the Jackal in the Truth Commission. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Backstage with the TV champion at the time, Rhino, also known as Rhino. Great job. So they yell and curse a lot because it's ECW, and Rhino says, Sandman, your wife means shit to me. This means everything to me. You mean nothing to me! Your wife is shit to me! Already ECW. It's very ECW here. And it's bleeped. It's not, they're not saying, like, it doesn't say your wife means shit to me. It's like, your wife means bleep to me. me. Like, yeah. And then he also says, I'll leave you, I'll leave you in your own blood, piss, and shit. And as I leave you in the ring, in your own piss, blood, and shit. 
what is he, Brock Lesnar? <laughs> Blood, piss, and vomit? Now, here's the thing. We go to the opening, and since we're watching on the network, it's yeah. all crappy. It's, like, edited up. You can tell oh, the music's yeah. there, different. There's a part where it's, like, really edited up beginning. Yeah, but some stuff was chopped up. And, yeah. of course, you got your usual ECW people. You got Dawn Marie in the intro and Francine. Yeah, and I, I noted to you also, like, a lot of these clips, Yeah, it, it's July when this is, and mm-hmm. I, I said... ECW just kind of feels always like it's a summer show, like a lot of sweat and like <laughs> it, it just feels like it's always in sweaty arenas and women stuff. with no clothes on. Yeah, exactly. Like ECW, I think, was always at its finest in the middle of the summer. <laughs> we get a shot of Jerry Lynn in the intro here, and then I'm like, oh, it's the wrestler yeah. from that movie, the wrestler. <laughs> Mickey Rooney. Yeah, Mickey Rooney. No, didn't <laughs> didn't Jerry Lynn actually embrace that for a while in ROH? Yes, I believe he. He ran a gimmick in Ring of Honor briefly where essentially he was Mickey Rooney from the wrestler. Mickey Rourke. Sorry. <laughs> it's the second Mickey Rooney reference on this show. And it's the third if you count the one I just made two seconds before that one. God, will you stop? <laughs> then we get Balls Mahoney in the intro. This intro is long, by the way. Well, the show's padded as hell. I mean, it, 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 you have to remember the lineage of this. It's coming from the yeah. Paul Heyman, like, Pearl Jam video version <laughs> of ECW. That's true. A good a good point here about hardcore TV is even though it was a one-hour show, and then minus commercials, you're down to, what, 45 minutes, right? Yeah, but then they would pad it more. 20 minutes of that was bullshit but, anyway. I mean, it served as a vehicle. Their live product was really, really good, and what they did to hype around it with getting real music, that was a big deal. Like, real... It was. Paul Heyman had, like, friends or something, he says. And his dad did. was a lawyer, is what he always mm-hmm. says, too. Yep. Anyway, as I finish a crossword and fold my laundry during this intro, we'd see Fred Durst with Steve Carino in Limp, the... Like, Limp Biscuit. Why is Limp Biscuit here because in the intro? Because 2000. Why is the intro still on? Is this a music video or the intro to I, the show? I feel like this is, like, most of the show. You said you kind of liked it. I did, because it reminded me of the ECW that I like. The, really? the, the 1994, 1995, where there would be the, they would do it a little better than this. Yeah. But they a would, a lot d- better. They would do it like, oh, there's this feud, and here's like a video of like all the shit that happened in this feud. And then it would play like real cool, like music of the time over it. And it was awesome. But there is then a clip, of course, of this music package here of Just Incredible, more like Just Insufferable. He yeah. sucks. Yeah. He's terrible. Anyway, we finally, this thing finally ends. It's dark out now as we're watching this yeah. after the intro. And we're hosted by Joey Styles, finally. Yeah. From Paul Heyman's, like, basement or something. <laughs> Which it pretty much was, if I recall it the was. stories. Like, he would just, they would film all these uh, at the same time, like, in, yeah. in his basement. And he always acts like they're at the arena. He calls TNN the Redneck Network. And now we know what time period. We're in the period where Paul is desperately trying to get out of this deal because they were sucking money from the company. Yeah. On the Redneck Network. And TNN, folks, was trying to have ECW compete with Raw and Nitro in terms of production values and the way the show looked. I wouldn't say they were trying to compete. I would say that they were trying to use ECW to prove that they could uh, host the big boys or, exactly. of wrestling, right? But they wanted to, they wanted ECW to be something it wasn't. No, Which is wasn't. one of the big promotions. It was still an indie. It was a very successful, larger-scale indie, Probably. but it was not... AWA, yeah, for example. I would say this. It's probably the most successful indie ever, period. Correct. And, like, end of story. Like, you can... Nobody will meet the heights ECW met. Well, I don't even know if it's the most successful financially. It's the most well-known. They well, did go bankrupt. It's the most culturally influential 
Yes, I would definitely I agree. say. Yeah. Anyway, nice suit, by the way, with Joey Styles. Oh, yeah, he looks good this, this, sharp this week. Sharp, very yeah. sharp. Then he calls TNN the Dueling Banjos Network. You won't see on the Dueling Banjos channel. Really? I mean, just the jokes go lower here. They they hate that they're on this network. And it, yeah. it's amazing because they, they do in this also like hype like that there's going to be matches that aren't on TNN. Yes. Like, F that. They're like, these are exclusive matches, like, you know? To me, what is that? Like, we're saying like, oh, if you watch that show, you're just missing stuff and like watch this show right, at four in the morning. Watch this instead. Yeah. So we finally get a match here, and it's Nova ugh, and Chris Chetty ugh, mm. versus Easy Money. Who the hell is that? Well, I know who the other person is. Yeah, Julio Fantastico. Now, if you remember, we did a review yes. of um, Heroes of Wrestling. Yeah, that little 20. show. Yes, we did. Uh, that's the the young up and comer, the only person that wasn't forty five on ugh. that show. Yeah, he was like twenty seven or yeah. something. Anyway, we're at some odd purple arena with like really dark lighting. Remember I that? liked it, but the problem with it is the the camera, the hard camera angle. Yeah, they put it on the wrong side. So like, what would happen is, is it looked like there was this big dark like V almost going yeah. to the ring because the the lights of the arena, which were those purple, and they look kind of cool actually they when did. they would go to the other angle, it'd be all lit and look great. Like it was so, just dark in there. It yeah, was weird. And you said uh, to me, Quinn Nova has the Green Lantern gear. Oh, yeah, which is funny because Green Lantern fan was like an ECW, notable ECW fan who leaked over into the Ring of Honor era. Yes, he did. I mean, I could go on and on about the fans of ECW yeah. and the fans of other things. Maybe but that'll be a good topic yeah, one day. Maybe. And the crowd applauds a big back and forth sequence. You know, it's a hot opening tag match here, yeah. so we got a very ECWE crowd here. It's a pretty normal match. I, I didn't yeah. think it was that bad at all. You said to me, Quinn, this is during their era of like, hey, we do wrestling now. Right, Paul always wanted, he always wanted to do, like, real wrestling. That was the motivation sure. behind Rey Mysterio. Sure, and yep. Dean Malenko. Chris Benoit. Voldemort. Voldemort, as we call him. Yeah, That. so this is, now we're, like, really, like, this is what this is. Yes, they do wrestling now. Yeah, there's not, like, it's not thumbtacks and people jumping off the sky. Right, and, and 911 choke slamming Santa Claus and yeah. all that shit. It's not that anymore, which... Arguably might have been better, it but might have been. <laughs> we get a doofy backflip thing by Easy Money until Chetty comes in with a back suplex. I said to you, yeah, Chetty looks like Glacier combined with Skip. He does. I'm not even yeah. going to argue that. Yeah. I have nothing to say against like, just that. Just look up Chris Chetty and you'll be like, whoa, Glacier and Skip had a baby. <laughs> Nova gets the hot tag, does a sledge-o-matic, which is a powerbomb into a side slam with an elbow to the balls. It was awesome. It was I, really yeah, cool. I actually thought it was good. I thought that was a great move. Yeah, a great move. But then it gets tripped, Nova does, by Chris Hamrick on the outside. Who, who? Hammock. Hamrick. Who was that? Yeah, I don't know. And he was, they vaguely remarked on him before, but then, like, he was, like, in the background the whole time, so I didn't even see yeah, him. and Joey was all casual about it. He was like, oh, Chris Hamrick tripped him. Yeah. And that's it. Like, well, the thing is, as, we'll go, as we go to the show, we'll find that that's this kind of interference. That stuff is still kosher. It's more the, like, like, thumbtacks and all yes. that is not really happening as much. Correct. So Fantastico misses a big moonsault on Chetty. Nova runs in with a swanton for two. Mm. Chetty with the Chetomatic, as Quinn <laughs> called it. Yeah, I don't know what it was called. The Cheteroo. And then a tidal wave double tag team move there from the top rope. They ride the wave down. That was awesome. Fantastico yeah. for the win. Crowd super excited. Decent yeah. finish. Average match. Average match. Not, yeah. not bad. And I said clearly the opener of somehow show. 
Like, yeah, definitely, right? Definitely. They were in Wisconsin or something yeah. for that. I forget where it was, but yeah, I mean, it was decent. Yeah. I don't know. If I used the star rating on it, I'd say two and a half, maybe three. I'm not even going to rate it because it, yeah, it was just an open, it was, it was just a TV match. It was fine. But again, it, it, it was cool because it put me into that mindset of like being at an indie show. And that's what this should do. It's like, Correct. it should make me want to come see this because it looked like so much fun to be there just for this stupid Chris Chetty match. <laughs> Chris and Nova. Chetty. So to team. CNN we go from last week's show with the Sinister Minister. <laughs> so let me set this for you. They had been hyping, right, for a couple of minutes on the show. Big defection from WCW. Oh, huge. So Sinister Minister. Now, who, I thought it was Sinister so Minister at first. but I was he like, was previously in WCW. Yeah, he was with Mortis. Yeah, James Vandenberg. That's and the his, second Mortis reference on the show, too. <laughs> and his gang of idiots. Yeah. And uh, so he's backstage in a stupid red suit talking to Mikey Whipwreck with... <laughs> stupid red hair so, this is like basically what mikey was like after like 96 or 97 like he always looked like this he afterwards. was a dumb hair yeah, yeah and he I got know. fatter he got very fat he got fat quick well you know what's the problem with mikey is like his whole spiel was that he was this little underdog and i think honestly i don't know if this is true mm-hmm. but i always got the gist that he gained weight thinking he would make it to the big time oh he made it to the big time well he right. tried to be the size of everyone else big mac yeah and it just he just ended up looking fat the size of a fat softball yeah. player on a rec team in so it's Somerset. not the same mikey if it was the little mikey who's afraid of everything he'd be like oh mikey but this yeah, is like what weird like satanic mikey he's goofy yeah so anyway, this is the problem with this network version. This is why we never watch stuff, by the way, on the network is because, A, they sanitize and edit everything. But this is a really bad this case. This is the worst version. And B, because it's not as fun. You yeah. know, you want to get the organic. But here's what's going on here. So in the midst of this big hyped up thing about how there's this defection from yeah. WCW to ECW <laughs> and you've got fucking Sinister Minister and Mikey Whipwreck in a hallway. Yeah. Captivating television. Well, that was ECW for you, so that, that yeah. still fits the and mold You don't there. see them around yeah. anymore. And <laughs> The problem here is whatever song was playing, so WWE's goofy 21-year-old intern dubs in with the loudest it's so loud. version of the stripper song. Yeah, basically like the fake booted yeah. Rick Rude music. So loud. That you can't hear anything. Our sound was up to like 60 or something, and I couldn't freaking hear what they were saying. Because the music is way overpowering. Yeah. Sinister Minister here and Mikey Whipwreck. So I don't know what they're saying. All I know <laughs> is that like they're whispering under the music. Right. Yeah. Finally, the minister here opens a door. Yeah. <laughs> and this, is, <laughs> this is amazing. It's so bad that it's good. I yeah, think. Yeah, it's actually kind of funny. He opens the door to like presumably a locker room or something. Yeah, with the secret person in it. Yes. So he opens the door and and who's in there dancing? Yeah. Gorgeous George, not the wrestler. No, no, no. No. The Randy Savage Valet from 99. Yes. WCW. But this is my favorite part. Is she's like dancing, like seducing the door. Yeah. Like the doorway. Like she was dancing the whole time before he opened the door. It's almost like, you know, those little, um, 
it's like a box you open up and then there's like a, a little doll spinning in a circle with yes. the, like that's what it's like or a jack in the box like it's, it's like a same, jack in the box it's like the same thing he, it's like every, he does it multiple times he keeps opening it and she's doing the same dance right. just staring at the door yeah it's like she's doing that in there regardless yes whether the door's open or not she's yeah. in there staring at the door dancing yeah it's not like she's like starting up every time so it's like very just and it's very an empty weird. room there's and nothing is, in there what is she even going to do in this company like i'm serious like nothing apparently and she's got those like weird like 90s hooker boots yeah, on like that? with the heel that's like entirely too high but like with the fat like 70s shoe right like, you know what i'm talking <laughs> yeah, about i do like, know that what was, you like, mean popular back then stephanie beller's gorgeous george first of all we still can't hear what they're saying. Maybe, maybe Sinister Minister was asking why her name is George. I don't know, but it didn't, did it matter? It was all about just looking at her. Like, that's what they were essentially doing. Do you want to know why, actually? Why? Because Randy Savage bought the rights to the Gorgeous George gimmick in the 90s, and he planned on having his brother Lanny come into WCW and, and do a Gorgeous George gimmick, which, if you think about it... It makes sense. If anyone's going to reboot Gorgeous George in the right. 90s, Lanny frickin' Poffo, mm. the genius. However... Instead of having that happen, Savage simply named his real-life girlfriend, Stephanie Bellers. So that was his girlfriend. Gorgeous George, I was George, never yes. positive. Like, I never could tell. And she's probably, if if I had to guess here... 20 years younger uh, than Randy Savage? Yeah, <laughs> maybe, like, 25 oh, years younger than Randy Savage. How old would you Savage. say, like, she was? 18? Maybe twenty, twenty two. Okay, like maybe twenty two. Okay. I'm gonna I'm playing it safe. She was really very young. young. Yeah. And the problem here that I have, my biggest problem with this segment is Mikey Whipwreck under the din of this music <laughs> does a very bad Randy Savage, like the wavy fingers. Yeah. You could tell he's saying, Ooh yeah, basically. He's but, mocking Randy Savage because right. look, we have your shitty girlfriend. What was that music, by the way? Why was it so loud? I don't know. I don't know what was playing originally. Like I don't know. Like, I really couldn't tell you. This is why I don't like watching stuff on the network. This is why yeah. people should post the shit that isn't on the network on the internet. Yeah, but this wouldn't fall under that. I know so. that, but I'm saying this principle Listen, is why. In this one case, I will say this with ECW, a lot of those episodes were lost to time. It they should have stayed there, Quinn. All I'm saying is it's a service that fr from episode one to, you know, 400 or whatever the hell, including the TNN stuff, is somewhere. Who cares? Thank yeah, you. It's probably on a lot of people's VHS tapes, too. And if they just uploaded it to the Internet and no one got all crabby about it, <laughs> you could hear what people are saying. <laughs> Anywho, we go to an ECWWrestling.com promo. I have a problem with that. ECW Wrestling. Now, Quinn, Quinn, <laughs> pop it. quiz. Hang on. Yeah. Hang on. What does ECW stand for? Extreme Championship Wrestling. So what wrestling. is this now? ECW. I get it. However, Joe. Yes. From a web perspective, I'm almost positive <laughs> somebody up. probably took ECW.com. Like, well, they should have taken it first then. What the hell? We're in the era of time mm -hmm. when people would just buy up domains because literally you could get an arm and a leg because companies didn't even have their like. That's true. Like, So what were they supposed to do? <laughs> Remember like, when WWF had to use LiveWire at yeah. AOL.com? Yeah, they had to. Like, that's not their fault. Okay. I can't. I can't really begrudge them for that. Should we mention that they also replay Gorgeous George dancing? 
Yeah, like they're like, a, look what you missed. You missed this when you were back. Gorgeous George dancing like a mannequin. <laughs> so then we go to like the stairwell. With, with, <laughs> this is great. All of this is this good. This is really good. Yeah. With fake Paul Heyman. I don't know his name. And I didn't look it up. I don't care if you know. Tell me. Okay. So it's the Dangerous Alliance like yep. new, but they're none of the people, but they're just fake versions. Yeah. The, it's basically a throwback to like, you know, 1991. So the fake Paul Heyman has the like Paul Heyman 91 phone. Yes, he does. Like the hat and all the beard. And he's with another fake Anderson family member, C.W. Anderson. So that's your Arn Anderson. And then yep. there's beautiful whatever his Billy name is. Billy Wild. Billy Wild. So that's B- beautiful Bobby Eaton. And then there's a beat down in the hallway. And this is amazing because he's with a lot of people we don't recognize. <laughs> yeah. But there is a guy dressed as a musketeer with a cheese hat on. <laughs> yes. That's my favorite guy. <laughs> I don't know who and that he's is. Like, he's in this war. He's <laughs> yes. the best thing. I don't know he who li- this guy he is. He literally has a sword, yes. like a musketeer sword. And robe and everything, and, like, right? the whole thing three musketeers outfit he's called the musketeer yes. but he's wearing a cheese hat like from like the green bay packers, packers. like the cheese hat or head cheese and the, and the cheese hat if you notice joe <laughs> it has like a little red hat on top it of does. the cheese it's I wonderful i don't care who that guy I don't, is I don't either. that is one of the best characters we've ever seen in anything <laughs> that's why i didn't look it up because yeah. i i'm sure people know i'm sure it's out there i don't want to know until someone tells me i mean all these people are like a lot of the rejects of ECW. For example, Simon Diamond and Johnny Swinger? Swinger, yes. Swanger? That Swinger. The one from the Cruiserweight Battle Royal where Jericho called him Swinger Swanger. Couldn't remember. Zero out of ten chance. It's correct. That guy. This guy is Johnny Singer. Johnny Johnny Swinger? You ever heard of this guy? I haven't. Zero out of ten chance of winning is now in ECW in the hallway fighting with people. With the guy with the cheese hat helping him. And Simon freaking Diamond. Ugh. So then we cut away from all this, and we cut to Raven, thankfully. Let's get something normally ECW yeah. here. Uh, apparently, he's in the janitor's closet with sunglasses on. And I just said to you, he's still better than the whole roster. Like, Joe, he looks awesome. Like, he just looks cool. Quinn, there's literally, and folks, I am not embellishing, there is Clorox in the background <laughs> yeah, next to him on the shelf. A, there is a bottle that says bleach. I don't think like, he wrote that down, but I saw it. It's literally... He's in the janitor's but closet. That's that's so Raven. No, no pun Shut intended. Up. But why is he in the janitor's because closet? Because it's Raven, man. He doesn't care. He's oh in, yeah, nothing says dark and disturbed like fucking ammonia and mopping the, the floor. He's in the bowels of the basement. Yeah, this whole freaking show is but, in the bowels. But what's your problem with Raven though? Because he does. Like, you have to say this. The one cool thing about Raven is he could say nothing. And he seems like the coolest character they have. Like, he should say nothing, but instead he goes on and on about Scott Anton, who yeah. talking about like you know you're gonna see darkness or some crap. Quoth the Raven, Nevermore. It's two thousand. He's still cool. I don't care what He's you say. Cool. I have no problem with Quinn, Raven here. He is sitting next to Ajax and Joe, Comet. Those sunglasses, though, Brillo. The sunglasses. Oh, he, had he on. can fuck off. He in two thousand, he, he can. He would be gone in three months. Listen, so much he cared. Raven to me is one of the most innovative characters that ever existed. I I don't disagree with you. Yeah, but it's two thousand. I still don't think his run had run out because if you remember, he went to WWE and he was still awesome. Like that's the hardcore. He 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 he, okay. He turned the fun level up, but like he he became like more a little more goofy, but he was still awesome. Well, anyway. 
you guys can let us know what you think of this version of Raven. We go from the janitor's closet back to Joey Styles from the laundry room yeah. at Paul Heyman's house here. Right. And we're going to have a three-way dance because that was their stupid name for triple threat matches. I mean, it's the signature. It's a, it's elimination style. Uh, ECW yes. always did this. Yes, they did. So, that was way before uh, WWF ever did a yeah, triple threat. I did like that they always kept the three-way dance till the end. Like That was their thing. I don't like the name. Eh, whatever. Three-way dance. Stupid. Whatever. I'm in a mood today. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> really anti ECW. I'm in a mood today. I'll, I'll be pro ECW and you be anti. How Fine. About that? Yeah, okay. Anyway, so this three way dance here, name notwithstanding Simon and Swinger. Simon and Swinger. Yeah. <laughs> with some jerks, a butler. <laughs> yes. A butler, first of all, <laughs> the, with okay. like an umbrella. Can I, can I tell you, the butler comes out with them and he's holding an umbrella over Swinger like. I don't even know what the hell this guy is. And there's also, like, you didn't even know, but there's also, like, the prodigal son or something. And, I don't like, know what's going and on. And some, like, fake Nydia from, like, remember her from Tough yes. Enough? Like, Not to mention the musketeer cheese hat guy. Yeah, cheese hat's still there. with a, So just think about this. There's a cheese hat and a butler. It sounds like the setup for a really bad joke. Yeah. I didn't look any of this up. Right. Because it makes it so much better no, not knowing. I think, I think calling him Cheese Hat or whatever is Cheese a way Hat better Musketeer name than what, I, what he was. The butler. Yeah. But the whole part of that is that Simon and Swinger here are like serious wrestlers. Yeah. Well, Swinger, but... <laughs> no, but they don't have gimmicks, right? Yeah. They're just like, we're good. Yeah. But meanwhile, they have like a gang of like costume parties <laughs> around them. It's like when fucking Adam Rose... That's what I was just going to say. Had... I, but I mean, these characters are way better than the Adam Rose characters. I agree. A butler and a cheese hat musketeer? It's better than a bunny. That's so much better. It's so much better. So they're facing... Uh, team number one that they're facing is C.W. Anderson and beautiful Billy Wilde. And Danny Doring. Really? Yeah. And Roadkill. So I, I always Roadkill. say that Doring and Roadkill are the epitome... Sorry, try again. ...of, like, this later ECW. Like, they are the people I remember seeing pictures of in, like, the Wrestler magazine. Yeah, sure. In, like, Bill Apter bags of, like... What ECW is right now? Quinn, wait, 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 wait. First of all, here. <laughs> Sorry. What? I know. What, I said wait, something wait, wait, bad. Wait, wait, wait. What, you what can did, do it. What did you just say? I called them the Aftermags. Don't call them the Aftermags. Don't I, ever I know. fuck that I up I broke again. the rule of this show. Now, Danny Doring here is dressed like Bret Hart. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, but even like their moveset is Hart Foundation. <laughs> Why is he Bret Hart? Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll get to the moveset later, but he's literally got, like the pink and the black. Now, like, I noted, I note something here, and this is, okay, so there's this whole scene, right? We, we kind of went over it a little bit about the butler and the cheese hat, and then the roadkill who's like an Amish man, and Danny Doring who looks like Bret Hart, and Simon Diamond and Swinger, Swinger, whatever his name is. <laughs> All these guys are here. And I said to Joe, I just feel like all these wrestlers look like wrestling fans fighting each other. What did you mean by that, though? I just <laughs> It's just all guys who, like, watch DCW or watch Attitude Era WWF, and they're, like, young, and they're like, I okay. want to become a wrestler, and they all make, like, stupid gimmicks up that are dumb. <laughs> like, like the cheese... Yeah, hat guy. Right, exactly. That guy, you know what he saw? He saw the Blue World Order, and he was like, "That's I'll do something like that. You know what I mean? <sighs> you like, really think that's what it is, or do you think that was someone else's a idea? A lot of these Quinn? guys are super young, Joe. 
Like that's a good point. Yeah. I'll give you that. They, they are. The, these are all newcomers to the. And I don't have a problem with people breaking in or anything. Right. But it was it was during that time where it's the boom. Mm-hmm. So like anything could work. Like it's like good point. You could have a musketeer with a cheese hat. It is two thousand. Yeah. Like the height. Yeah. You know, like the last really good year. Now, Quinn, one thing we both notice here is how good this fake Paul Heyman is. He looks like Paul Heyman. Unbelievable. Like I even the mannerisms. Yeah. Like I just I feel like Paul's just out there, but he's really in the back, probably patting fake Paul Heyman on the back. When when he comes comes out like when he leaves or whatever uh, this is a mess this whole match but it's a fun one it's yeah, okay it's a sloppy brawl and yep. you know it is what it is nothing special yeah. but roadkill this is cool roadkill holds up beautiful billy right mm-hmm. and dorian gets a flying leg drop onto him from the second rope for the pit it was like a demolition decapitation in reverse in yeah with a leg drop instead yeah, of an cool. elbow drop it was they, really cool i also i thought they did the heart attack at some or they attempted the they heart attempted attack. the heart attack yeah so dorian and roadkill are kind of awesome in this match they really are they're kind of like a heart foundation dynamic because yeah. roadkill is a big guy he's the anvil and if you don't know who he is folks he is for whatever reason amish amish yeah. but his name is roadkill yeah, they even say he's from amish country yeah i like, don't his gimmick is that he's Amish. He's got the white shirt with the suspenders and the black pants and, and everything. Doring just dresses like Bret Hart, basically. He literally essentially. is dressed like Bret Hart. So anyway, so that actually gets a pin here, and we eliminate the Dangerous Alliance guys. Now, if you recall, though, the Dangerous Alliance guys, there was a Something happened to C.W. Anderson where he got busted open. Yes. And this is kind of awesome. He can't see because of the the, the blood in yes. his eyes. And so he gets up trying to, like, recover. Mm-hmm. And he gives, like, an instinctual Arn Anderson spine buster to Beautiful, Beautiful Billy. Billy. Yeah. That was a very good spot. And he costs him, like, his spot mm-hmm. in, the, the, in the three-way dance. And then fake Paul's all arguing with him and stuff. Correct. Now, I do have some bad news here. The cheese hat gets punched off. Yeah. That was sad. That's upsetting. We don't see the cheese hat ever again. And by the way, everyone in this match looks like a, a caw. Like a, a creator wrestler, <laughs> it like, is kind of true, especially roadkill of yeah. all people, and the fake Bret Hart attire. Yeah, exactly. It's like the claw attire. We it's could, not quite right. We could go on WWE 2K7. Is that the 17th, the, the current one, or is yeah, it 18? I don't know. Matter. But we could just go on that. We could have made everyone in this match. You're right. We could have. Yeah, easily. Simon and Swinger take over with some tandem offense. Not bad. The Musketeer cheese hat minus his hat distracts the ref. In mm-hmm. the meantime, I think he continues to distract the ref the entire time yeah like that's actually cool because it's like in old ecw people would just do shit in front of the ref yes. and just he'd be like oh no like he yeah. just raised his hands up <laughs> but like in the in this current ecw it's like there's actual rational yeah. reasons why like so this, why all this crap's happening yeah so it's fine yeah roadkill makes a big comeback but gets taken down by the prodigy yeah and fake nidia yeah like woman yeah the woman i guess the I lady don't know. i don't the know lady what's funny is the prodigy and fake nidia are dressed exactly the same <laughs> the prodigy's a guy yeah they're like both in like black dress, like workout like a gear slip yeah yeah we finally get a heart attack, a real one here. Yeah. Not a real one, but the move by Doring and Roadkill. Doring goes up to the top of the flying leg drop, but Roadkill gets knocked off through a table by Cheese Guy. Yeah. So, of so course, Cheese we- Guy rearing his ugly head again. Ugly, ugly red. His ugly red. Yeah, whatever yeah, I said. Ugly, real, ugly head. That's real Gouda, Quinn. Yeah. So anyway, can we go to our next part of this match here? Go because ahead. it's very interesting. Dan and Doring falls victim to a double team elevated DDT by Simon and Swinger for the win. Pretty cool finisher, actually. It was. It was like he put him up in a, almost like a back body drop like Simon, I think, did. Yeah. I can't remember. And then Swinger came by and jumped in ddt'd him yeah who would have known that swinger was 
anything. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Of all people. So then we cut to Francine. Yay. Yeah, and, I, this is the stuff. I, I never... Ugh. I love ECW, Me and too. I never really liked Francine. But Francine yeah. was like, she was whatever. Yeah. You know, she was okay. She wasn't yeah. horrible. But her whole deal here, this is a clip from like TNN, I think. She's in the ring, and she's like, I'm better than Jazz. Jazz, remember yeah. her? And I'm a lady. I don't need to wrestle. Why so are that- you here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. No, I know. She's in wrestling gear. I don't wrestle. It's like, <laughs> I know. What is that? <laughs> yeah. Then Jazz runs out and she's like, I'm going to kick your ass, blah, blah. Then, of course, Just Incredible yeah. runs out, lays out Jazz. Then yeah, we, so yeah. this is during a time in ECW where, like, and they were known for this early on. Right. But it seems like it's way more frequent because they're showing it in, like, the promos at the beginning. And so, yeah, I know. It's like women just getting beat up by men. I don't like that. I don't really either. I think it, I, I don't, unless it's Lucha where, like, the women are wrestling the men. R- correct. Like, not just, like, women just getting assaulted. Beat up by yeah. men. So. But anyway, we clip over to Just Incredible beating up Dreamer during, I guess now this turned into a tag team match somewhere along yeah. the line. They don't tell us. Like, they're just clipping through this whole segment right. without explaining anything. Mm-hmm. So we go from a promo by Francine to Jazz coming out. Then we clipped to Credible laying her out. Then we clipped to there's a ref yeah, in the and ring I and it's a match. To, I said to you in the middle of this, is like, I don't know what this feud yeah. is based on. And they're doing like a really bad job explaining it to me. Like, there's no exposition like, here. Like, why? I guess they assume you were watching, but who the hell was watching hardcore TV and well, even ECW on TNN? Yeah, really? it was fading at this point. So it's it hard to bring in a new viewer with some like really grandfathered in feud. Like, yeah. Because all this stuff leads back to Tommy Dreamer yep. and like probably back to beulah even like yeah. it, it's it's old it's just all over the place yeah. too i think this is the weakest point of the show this whole Definitely. like just incredible with the women thing this has nothing on cheese hat yeah this yeah. was horrible yeah this was just bad there was one good spot though a tree of woe like on chairs or something and then yeah they, like tommy dreamer and um, jazz they come in get the revenge or whatever and then jazz sets up Be- uh, francine into the the tree of woe puts a chair mm-hmm. in front of her and tommy does the same thing to just incredible and they both simultaneously run to each corner drop kick them and then they both do the tommy dreamer pose together yep it was kind of cool yeah that was one good spot and then dreamer hits the tommy hawk for the win i don't remember that move but then we get another random clip up here and jazz brings out barbed wire but then out of nowhere steve carino and jack victory run out to abduct her and then just incredible runs out as well and francine then pins dreamer you know like this is really chaotic. While Just Incredible counts, it wasn't yeah. a real pin, you know? Yeah. I, I just, I felt this was very incoherent. Very incoherent. And meanwhile, Joey Styles calls Francine a slut. Yeah. Is See, that necessary? You know, you know, it's just a lot of, like, I just, I don't like this type of ECW with the... I don't it's either. It's just a little too over the line for me. It is. Like, this is just way it's too It's a far. little too much. Yeah. I agree with like, you. And there was things they did that was, I guess, revolutionary for that, but, like, this was not it. Not in 2000. Yeah. You know? And this whole thing feels incoherent, and it feels a lot like how I envision Paul's mind being scrambled, trying to handle the money aspect, right. the keep, television deals. Keep the company in business. Keep everything afloat, pay everyone, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Like, it feels like Paul just, like, 
I'm racked right this now. This is all like, I've got left, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's like, this is all I have left when I'm being depleted and, you know, yeah. sucked on like this, you know? Like, just take, like, everything taken out of me. My thought watching was, it was a big mess, but it wasn't really a good thing. No. You know, it wasn't a good like, mess. Like, Musketeer Cheese Hat, that was That's fun. fun, yeah. inoffensive, not the main angle, yeah. no big deal. But this was just, like you said, Quinn, very incoherent. Then we go backstage with Jazz saying she has toys. <laughs> Great. Barbed wire is what she means. And she likes it rough, Quinn. Yeah, this this promo was actually not bad. It kind of redeemed some of the messiness for me. You're right, because we had this great quote from her. And I actually really thought it was very clever, very funny. Yeah. She says to Francine, all the guys in the back want to pop your implants and watch you drown mm. in your own silicone. Implants don't impress me. You know, Francine, all the guys in the back want to pop your implants and watch you drown in your own silicone. Implants don't impress me. I love it because whereas I was saying how, you know, Paul was probably going nuts at this point. Yeah. You can also tell that this is a promo where Paul was behind the camera. Sure. And directing this and making sure it was perfect and there was probably a million takes. Yeah, probably. But Paul, this is what he was good at. And that this is this is also at. what he says in a lot of documentaries. This was his favorite part is about it, do, working in ECW is that he could help this talent make the best lines and have yep. the best promos. This is what he was the best at, yeah. honestly, was yeah. this type of stuff. Character development, promo, right. stuff like that. So then we go to Francine and Aldo Montoya over here backstage. He looks like shit. Aldo? Yeah, he looks <laughs> just incredible. Like he's the champion. He's the world yeah, champion. He looks, he looks like, like crap. crap. And then, of course, you know, they go through this whole spiel and Francine says, that's not the coolest. That's not the best. And then Justin, of course, is, that's just incredible. Ho, ho. That's just in hand. Yeah. <laughs> He's a lot better than just yeah. incredible. Anyway, we go to our final match of this very interesting show. It is Mr. Super Kick himself. Super Steve Kick Party. God, Steve Carino, my favorite announcer. Yeah. With Big Fat Jack Victory. Who looks like Sandman, basically, in a hockey jersey. He looks like Sandman and, 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 the goon. Bri- and Brian Nobbs. Sandman, like, Brian Nobbs, and the goon. Pretty much, Quinn. Yeah. So he's got him he, with him. He's facing Kid Cash, who looks more like Kid Rock. He does. Yeah. Jenkos and everything. <laughs> and this is back when Karina wasn't fat. Yeah, this is when he was doing his whole, like, I am I wrestle. Basically, what was his gimmick? Basically, okay. I'll, I'll explain. I it. like wrestling. He's essentially Triple H. What Triple H was in 2000. He's, you know, I'm the best, but, you know, you know he's not really that good. <laughs> <laughs> and, but he's also doing the Shane Douglas shtick of like I like I'm the best wrestler in the company, Mister Wrestling. I'm wrestling. Right, right. Mr., he calls himself the king of the old school. Yeah, but it's weird because why? Because he wrestled. He's saying that because he wants to get like heat from the ECW crowd that hates the old school. Like that's all it is. But isn't half, if not more, of ECW's fan base at this point built on good wrestling matches? Right, so it doesn't, exactly, it doesn't make like sense. Like RVD versus Jerry Lynn has ascended to like godlike yeah. statuses, even though it was like, okay. It's a, it was a fun series. It was, for, but Joe, for its time, that the that series between those two, that stuff wasn't really happening anymore, because it was during the junk wrestling era, like the two-minute matches. It was, yeah. yeah. That's a good point. But and that, also, I, I also noted that Steve Carino looks like Dolph Ziggler Dolph also. blonde hair, yeah, just all ramen noodle yeah. Anyway, so we get a lockup, and neither man gets the advantage. Joey Styles is worrying now about close fists in ECW? What? 
after we just saw like people in cheese hats and like women getting beat up and, and he like, calls one of them a slut yeah and and he has a problem with a closed fist really like somebody got hit with a kendo stick earlier right. and it was like ah eh, that's fine raven's like, drinking bleach or some shit yeah. you know and he's worrying about a punch yeah exactly arm ringer reversal sequence side headlock by carino yeah hammerlock by triple h over here yeah. steve carino <laughs> exactly reversed by kid rock ba ba more <laughs> wrestling moves follow for a while <laughs> it's mostly just wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. It's wrestling. Jack Victory is horrible, etc. What with? By the way, <laughs> why did anyone ever bother with Jack Victory? I don't. I, I don't what remember anything him? about him. Like I, I'm serious. Because, I know he sucked. Like he again. It's this problem of all these people that were in this like era of ECW. Like mm-hmm. they. They never got a chance to I like agree. make it because all the good people left, like mm-hmm. the Dudleys and stuff. Like mm-hmm. they were just gone. No, I totally agree with you. So then Carino fights out of an arm lock and then tumbles to the out. They both tumble to the outside. Yeah. Quinn, you said to me, this match feels like it belongs at the end of some <laughs> indie show in 2017. Yeah, it was more a remark feeling like, <laughs> look how much we've regressed. Like, it's like, because it was like, I'm not saying it was a bad match. No, I know. I it know. was just like, you know, that typical indie main event match. A lot of back and forth, but nothing really matters. Right. And you would think since not 2000, we've, we would have figured out a better way to handle this. Sure. I like, understand. You know, what that's you mean. all. And I got you. again, not that it was bad. It no, was it, just, it was just there. It was there. Yeah. Close on by Cash sends Karina to the outside and he dives off the top to the outside back inside and cash continues to dominate and quinn you said to me does this match go to curfew yeah I was, I, that's what i was thinking because it was like we were like getting a seconds left in this show yeah i know victory interferes for a little bit there behind the ref's back of course and then a sign in the crowd <laughs> this is good says mark but not m-a-r-k no 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 you know like as in a mark yeah like, not like wrestling. a mark no m-a-r-c just mark the, the mark is here he's right here just it's mark. A mark marrow maybe it's just mark it's just mark it doesn't matter who. it doesn't matter it's who mark it's mark is standing there mark's there yeah so they dick around for a while on the outside here these two and carino can't put them away when they get back on the inside cash gets a blown moonsault for two the crowd lets him know he fucked up yep <laughs> Anyway, so we get the best part of the match is the ending here. A really good pinfall reversal sequence. A as lot of Cash's back and forth. pants are falling down. As Cash's like, pants are Literally, his jenkos are like unzipped and like you can see his boxers. We're about to see the uh, the dicks here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> see the ding-dongs. We get a bunch of chops, a bunch of woo. Yep. <laughs> and then Cash reverses a body slam attempt into a small package a la the Savage Steamboat ending. Yeah. Very much what they were going for here. Essentially. Not bad, not great. And the show just cuts off. Yeah, it cuts off. On the WWE Network, it cuts off. How do they, first of all, first of all here, just <laughs> back to the network. How do they not even properly, like, round off the show? It just literally is like, and then it just stops. Eh. That's amateur hour there. Th- I, I'm pretty sure that's probably how it really ended. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't really think that that was their fault. Well, Quinn, overall here, what did you think of all this? I said this to you while we were watching it, and I didn't put it in the notes, or I didn't note it, or whatever. Yeah. I said to you, this is fun to go to every once in a while. This is not a sustained watch every week show anymore. ECW in 94, or 95, or 96. Like, you wanted to watch every week. This is just a bunch of stuff. Like, Yeah, and if you really think about it, I mean, WCW wasn't great in 2000, but WWF was still on top of the world. And the thing is, a lot of what set ECW apart mm-hmm. from WWF from 94 to 97, their best period, mm-hmm. ECW's best, best period, WWF was now already doing. 
Yeah. Yeah. They, that's your problem is that the, the, if the big guys have inherited everything you're doing, what else do you have left to do? And they're clearly trying to change. Now ECW. they're going, now they're doing what WWF's not doing, which is wrestling. Right. They're doing what Ring of Honor would become, essentially. That's what that main event In a was. lot of ways. Yeah. Yep. ECW did set a little bit of a template for that that they don't get as much credit for. Yeah. That's what they were going for. They, they were going to say, well, if you're going to do our hardcore stuff, we're going to do the wrestling stuff better than you do it. And I didn't see a single chair shot in this show. No. I didn't see any blood. But we did also see some other crappy stuff, like women getting beat up and sure. things like that. And I don't, that's never been something I liked, and in all honesty. Do, do you ultimately, if you had to see it every week, would you have a problem with, like, a musketeer with a cheese hat and, like, every a week, butler? Every like, week, yes. <laughs> I would, probably. Yeah, you'd probably get tired of it. But as someone 17 years later that never saw this specific episode, turning yeah. it on and seeing that, it's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It doesn't mean it was good at the time. No. You know, or it made yeah. sense, but it was very funny to see. Yeah. Overall, <laughs> it was okay. Uh, yeah, I thought it was fun. And that's about it. Like, yeah. it's not like I'm going to crap on the show. No, it, it was wasn't fine. the best thing ever, but Definitely you know, it was not. fun enough. Okay, so. fair enough. Well, folks, we want to hear from you. We want to know, maybe you have memories of the spirit of ECW. Maybe you've never seen it. Maybe you watched it since we talked about it. Let us know what you think. And in the meantime, let us know, is there anything you want us to deep dive into? Do you have any Rushmore or Death Valley suggestions? I will tell you, that segment is not going anywhere for the time being. Not at all. That'll be in season four. It'll be in season five. It'll be in season six. Unless some catastrophic like idea runs out, yeah, like, exactly. like we don't have anything. But that'll be around. So, folks, we will also be around. We will see you next week for episode number thirty-nine, and the week after that, believe it or not, it'll be the end of season four. So, folks, in the meantime, let us know. Reach us on Twitter at OVP Podcast. You can email us at OVP Podcast at gmail.com. and of course, talk to us on Facebook. We would love to hear from you. Have a great day off tomorrow, and have a great rest of your week. We will see you next Monday. See ya. Scott Anton, the clock is running. 1458, 1459, 15 minutes. Your time is up. 15 minutes of fame. How did yours start? Oh yeah, that's right. I blinded you. And then I allowed you the honor of worshiping in my altar of pain. Understand this though, Scott. The darkness in people does not scare me. When you close your eyes, afraid to see yourself as you truly are, that's when you see only darkness. And when you see only darkness, that's when you'll find me. Quote the Raven. Never mind. Will you stop?